Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Chase Eveland on with us. Chase, what's up, man? How's it going? How's it going? Aloha. Aloha. So you are from Hawaii, moved to Florida. You used to travel to the QS and the people listening in the QS, the qualifying series for the World Surf League, which used to be the ASP, but now it's the World Surf League. But yeah, so you're you're a surfer at heart and um, originally from Hawaii. Yes, sir. Uh, born and raised North Shore, Oahu, and uh, just competed my whole life and just decided to come out here to Florida and open the surf school and do some coaching with the new generation. So, dude, how much like of a difference is that from the north shore to florida dude because i like the waves are so different uh it was the hardest step was uh learning to surf uh knee knee high and below yeah i guess you'd say um you know they, they wouldn't even hold contests unless it was you know head high in hawaii and then they come here and if it's breaking they're surfing so now it was a it was a, a tough transition surfing perfect waves to seeing what people were built on and bred on in, in Florida here. What prompted you to move to Florida? I wanted to continue surfing for a living. So I wanted to open a surf school. Uh, I met a lot of people in the, in the, the pro surf world. And, um, you know, there's so many surf schools in Hawaii. There's so many amazing surf schools in Hawaii. And I didn't want to compete with other friends that I grew up with. Uh, and um, Florida has a lot of opportunity and still a lot of growth in tourism. And, uh, um, the, the younger generation is killing it. So I just wanted to be involved with that. That's epic, dude. That's such like a, a gnarly move that now that I like look at that <laughs> and like see that, I'm like, it tripped me out because realistically, like the West Coast and the East Coast, yeah, the East Coast gets good waves every once in a while for sure. But um, <clears throat> I feel like a surf school in Florida, like if you're really learning how to surf, like it's so playful and easy and fun. Like it's yeah, a perfect yeah. place. Uh, for, for surf school, yeah. it's amazing. I mean, three times out of the year, uh, maybe I had to cancel. There was no waves, but I mean, uh, the, 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 the sandbar goes out about a hundred yards. Yeah. So, you know, you, you just have this continuously good break all the time, no matter what tide, high tide, low tide, and it's always surfable for beginners. So it's, uh, it's great for the school. Not so good for personal surf. Yeah. Right. How often, how often do you guys <laughs> actually get good waves? Um, hurricanes. <laughs> that's about that's about that's it. So, so crazy. Uh, uh, the hurricanes. I mean, the waves here are good. There's really good breaks. So you got Ponce Inlet, yeah, you know, Sebastian Inlet. Um, we even do some traveling to the West Coast, which is the Gulf, and it doesn't even break there unless there's some type of storm. Right. I mean, but when the waves are good, they're good. But it's very far in between. Do you travel back to Hawaii a bit? Yes. Yeah, so every year, uh, I take, uh, well, I go myself, I go December, uh, stay through January, February, and then come back March. Um, and then I bring some kids that I coach oh, so every year. I'm trying to bring new, new kids that I coach from Florida so they can get that experience, uh, early on in their surfing careers. If they decide to do that. That's rad, dude. So talk to me about like the process in which you started your company and what is your company called? Oh, uh, pure Aloha surf school. So, um, I moved here. I had a friend that had a pretty successful surf school up in New Smyrna beach. Um, just did some shadowing and learning, uh, with him. 
And then I met another person that had a really successful surf school out here um, and did the same thing with him just so I could learn as much as I could about the business of a surf school and how it operates. Um, I mean, I know how to surf. I know how to teach surfing, but there was a lot of learning and I'm still learning. So that was the process when I moved here. And then uh, when I went back to Hawaii in December, um, went to go follow some of my friends that have surf schools and uh, learned a lot there. So I'm, I'm still learning. I just want to be you know, the best surf school and just get the, all those new, new, new kids, new surfers in the area that are visiting, you know, the right, the right, uh, skills. Absolutely. So you're an instructor right now then, right? Yeah. Sick. So I do, I do most of my instructing. <laughs> I do have, uh, four, four other instructors. Uh, we're pretty seasonal. Um, and luckily I have some really good instructors that have, uh, you know, one of them has 15 years uh, oh, right. teaching experience and another one, uh, from Costa Rica, he flies in for the summer. Oh, no way. And, uh, yeah, he flies in just, uh, to do the summer, all the lessons in the summer. And, uh, I, I stay pretty busy just with coaching. I do, um, I got about nine kids that I do coaching with that are competitive. Um, we travel a lot doing contests up and down the East coast and, uh, also traveled back to Hawaii and we just came back from Puerto Rico. So. How does that work with coaching? Are you filming them and stuff too and reviewing clips? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll go, go do, uh, we'll work on certain things like, you know, uh, off the lips, cutbacks, uh, speed, power, flow, whatnot, break down the film. Um, before we even go out for our first session, we're breaking down film for the last session. Um, and that way we can, you know, each, each one needs to work on something. So critique every and, uh, critique every session. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to, to ride on a locomotion surf team and we had an amazing coach and, um, that part of the surfing that you don't think about is where you learn the most. Honestly, I think, you know, you're, you're breaking down the video and seeing hand placements and feet, feet movement. And it's, uh, super helpful. How does that work when you, uh, when you do that, are you just like out in the water and then groms are coming up to you and be like, Hey dude, can you come coach me or the dads and parents and stuff? Or Yeah. It's, it's, it was weird. I kind of fell into it. I knew I wanted to surf school. I knew I wanted to, to coach, you know, um, it's a, it's a really good, uh, I mean, surfing, teaching someone to surf for the first time, you know, your, your hands up, your stones, you know, they're stones, but like watching someone improve so much, you know, faster with coaching is, uh, rewarding. It's super rewarding. You know, they, they get a fifth place trophy they get a, you know, then they won one of my kids won the, the state championship. What? So, you know, I'm, I'm like just as excited as them because I felt that feeling growing up and, uh, it kind of just fell into my lap. You know, some parents would approach me, um, uh, my school's pure Aloha. So, you know, in the surfing game, there's, you got some pretty aggressive, you know, competitors as kids and parents. Yeah. <laughs> so they need to be a, a direct reflection of my school. So they have to have that, you know, the pure Aloha way. So it's, uh, it's been, been, a, been a blessing, man. So tell us about pure Aloha school then. Is, is it just like, just like it sounds pure Aloha, just always yeah, out in the water straight from the yeah. heart. Yeah. Always. Um, um, even when, you know, you get burned surfing, you get burned all the time. Uh, always uh, etiquette. I like to teach etiquette. I grew up in Hawaii where it's, uh, you know, etiquette is taught or you will be taught it. Uh, so oh, yeah. much to say. Um, <laughs> so here, there's a little bit of that, and uh, one thing I engraved in my kids is, is you know, just giving a law, being a law. Uh, you get burned, you know, throw a shock. Uh, let your surfing do the talking. <laughs> um, so sick. Yeah. 
I think that's super important <laughs> and, uh, to teach everyone. Like that is that is yeah. huge because you have those guys in the lineup that are just so aggy and get so mad. And then if you can just teach the next generation just to kind of laugh at it and like have a good time on it, like it's the best. Like I, it's my favorite thing surfing my little break over here in, in Carlsbad because we know everybody. And when you get burned and people burn each other, she's like, that was sick, dude. Like that was so rad. That way was rad. <laughs> You're just like fired up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, in California, it was, you know, pretty territorial itself when we went there, you know, and but I grew up in that type of environment. So, you know, you come, you, you sit, you let the local guys catch their waves and you kind of look at them and then, you know, they'll, they'll push you, they'll let you go into it. And the kids got to experience that in Hawaii, you know, with the, with the, the crowd there. Um, you know, if you just come with respect, you get respect. And uh, in, in Florida, it's a, no different. So it's, you know, so many people learn to surf here because it's such an easy place to learn that um, they're not learning the right etiquette. And that's just something we're teaching in our school as much. As yeah, for sure. So tell, tell me about how you actually just got into um, becoming a surf instructor in the first place. I enjoyed it. I had uh, being in the army, I had a lot of friends um, when I was stationed in Hawaii that didn't know how to surf. And I was, you know, starting to compete again while I was active duty army or military. And uh, but just so many people I was teaching. I was like, this is, I enjoy this. This is awesome. So, you know, had a lot of thinking and thoughts and went to work for a friend's school and just realized it's like, you know, I'm getting paid to soap. I mean, there's no other. And uh, it's, it's rewarding, very rewarding. Let me ask you this. When you started doing surf lessons and like helping everybody out, would you say that it improved your own surfing? Yes. I learned, um, definitely learned a lot of skills that I didn't know how to present in myself. Um, um, I didn't know there was 50 different ways to pop up until I started doing instructing. Um, everybody learns different. You know, it's, we've had people that have, um, uh, a guy, Timmy, no hearing, you know, never thought he would surf. And, uh, we said, let me, let me brainstorm with this with my team. And we found out a way, you know, one push in, one giving signals and one just in the middle to help so out. Sick. Now the, you know, now the kid's surfing on his own. And it's, <laughs> no it's, way. It's, it's so, it's so rad. So we've had, um, just a lot of that type of experience. Um, and then it's, it's just amazing, man. It's pretty cool. It's like everything. I feel like when you are working and you have a career like that, that you really enjoy, you learn stuff and learn different ways to like teach people and stuff. How, what kind of stuff have you learned over the years of teaching people that now you look back and you're like, Oh, I never used to do that before, but now I do it now. For me, teaching uh, more intermediate surfers or the competitive surfers um, was hand placement. You know, um, back in the nineties, we didn't really break down too much video. You know, it was VHS yeah. or high eight and, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a long process to rewind and then fast forward. And nowadays it's so easy. You can have, um, you know, film on, on top of each yep. other. So you can compare yourself to, you know, an, a surfer of your style and the hand movements, like just, you know, the, we didn't have that growing up. So now I'm learning myself now, like, Oh man, if I would have been doing my hand movements for airs or grabs. That's where I learned the, the most of all I'm teaching is, posture uh you know pumping to get speed um because you don't get to see yourself so now nowadays it's a lot more advanced yeah and it's so true about like uh technology nowadays it's probably so it's such a huge tool for you dude like 
you get to go back, have these groms or whoever you're teaching or, or coaching, and you, you look at this stuff and you're like, this is where you were and this is where you are. All right, now let's better where you are. And like, you look at that and it's, it's so crazy. Perfect. You can perfect moves. We have a wave pool we use here. Um, not, not the best wave pool, but it's a consistently same wave, you know, and you can really tweak and fine tune all your moves. So we do go rent the wave pool with our no students way. and, uh, that's before it. we go there we're we're like you know we're working on whatever we're working on for each student but like just having that option available especially in the flat florida waves you know i mean it's not flat but it's barely surfable so like having that available just you know a 30 minute drive is, is insane and i've never had that growing up so it was like whoa you can really really you know tweak your errors you know get them down you got the same wave 10 times you're gonna you're gonna master Dude, that's move. so sick so yeah the yeah. wave pools are crazy it's crazy technology because you can just it's like a skate park the way i think of it because it's like yeah, the it's exactly. repetition it's the same thing over and over but like you said you can tweak everything in different directions and make it so pristine and so good does your clientele like going there to the wave pool they definitely love going there um it gets pricey you know so we, we try to do fundraising for ourselves and then um um, just, they have events there too, oh, so you can, you know, just go there and, uh, you know, pay like an entry to go, but yeah, we try, we, now that the, the swells are starting to come, we got our first like hurricane-ish, so we can actually uh, surf now here. What are some things that you wish you knew when you first started coaching that you, you, uh, have now in your, implanted in your brain? Oh, definitely nutrition. Um, you know, um, exercising, you know, we did a little bit, but like nowadays, um, you know, it, these, these top guys got the nutritionists, you know, um, they got their own personal trainers, yoga. I wish I would have been done yoga early on, you know, now that I'm 40, I, <laughs> yoga is so helpful with this, everything, you know, mindset, body stretching. And I definitely didn't have any of that growing up. You know, I had a surf coach for the team, um, but that wasn't really instilled in the surfing uh, back then. It's, it's a pretty, nowadays it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a legitimized sport, you know, it's Olympics and, and uh, these, these guys have multiple trainers for certain things. So I wish I would have had that growing up for sure. Super interesting question for you in regards to like teaching the kids and stuff, especially at the intermediate and, and advanced level. Is there any times that you go back to like just teaching them the basics and saying, let's just restart? Yep if they get into like they kind of plateau or whatnot, you know, they get, or I can see they're getting frustrated and not picking up something. And that happens because we don't have the waves to really work on it. Um, I'll get them on a skateboard, uh, on a serpent skate, you know, like at the, the loose wheels in the front. Um, just cause you need to produce that same movement to produce speed on a wave. Um, and that's, that's about as basic as I bring it down to, because that's how we have to generate speed on our waves here. So they need to relearn that or just refocus that energy to that. And we do that a lot. Maybe like every other week, we'll, we'll jump on the boards, we'll go to the park, especially if the waves are flat. And um, we'll do movements like that. And then we'll use yoga movements or nowadays, oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called. The surf dojos use it. It's, uh, you know, movements with yoga, with surfing, acrobatics into it. And um, that's where we break it down really back to the basics. Dude, how, how much different is your quiver now that you live in Florida? Like, are you riding like all epoxy? <laughs> I, could, I wish I could just put this around right now. You know, um, everything's flat. Yeah. Every board. I mean, there's barely any kick on that thing. It's so, so flat, yeah. 
um, I definitely um, never rode epoxies in Hawaii. You know, you don't really need that extra float. You want that um, the flex on your boards in Hawaii. And, you know, here, I'm almost every, all my boards are epoxy, you know, uh, foam, resin, just to produce a little bit more float. All my boards are a little wider, flatter, thicker. What advice would you give like the next generation that's coming up or what advice do you give them when they're, when they're coming, not just, not just Groms, but like everybody, I mean, you're talking, you told me there was a linebacker that came and did a, a lesson. Like there's so many people that cruise over there. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, anybody that's why like, there's so many different ways to learn to surf, um, about like the pop-up, um, you know, you could be six foot eight at 260, you know, uh, straight linebacker, you know, that was the guy and, uh, just in shape, you know, but surfing is just a whole different animal. I don't care how beast you are in a field. You know, the guy was like, this is tough. And like, you know, any, anybody can do it. You just have to ride, have to find the right, you know, instructor or school and there's, you know, the patience, you know, and learning to teach different people. You know, some people might be short, um, and the shorter people actually have an easier time. It's usually the tall people that are, you know, you have to climb up so high and um, yeah. Yeah. So, and it actually giving people lessons or teaching them to surf with, you know, disabilities of whatnot. Um, you know, anybody can do it. You just gotta be really open-minded and, and trust, trust your instructors really. Um, they'll get you up there yeah. and then, uh, then you'd be stoked. Dude, I want to cruise out to Florida so bad. I got to come meet you and we got to surf together, dude. I miss Florida so much and I want to come check out your school and stuff, dude. It sounds insane. You you have social media, right? You have Instagram and stuff? Yeah, so Pure Aloha Surf um, underscore between uh, and in Pure Aloha Surf Schools and Rentals on Facebook. And then we have a YouTube channel, Pure Aloha Surf. And, you know, that's where we give out advice to for coaching you know we have obviously our, our videos to get you to come learn to surf with us because i want everybody to come to us because i think like we love what we do so you know come come through our school but there's other amazing schools around the area but um those are our, our platforms and um check it out we have a bunch of you know tips and tricks and the youtube channel has you know, if you're, if you're already surfed or if you're getting into surfing how to pop up on land before you even come surfing so there's a lot of uh, cool information on all those platforms. So, Can people hit you up for lessons and stuff? Or how does that work when you're signing up for lessons? Yeah, um, you, can, you can book through uh, our Instagram at Pure Law Surf. You can book through our Facebook, Pure Law Surf. Um, most of our traffic comes through our website and um, TripAdvisor, you know, all those different types of platforms. Um, but mostly our website, uh, that's where we kind of focus on how to get, you know, people to come surf. Um, we should, we have a yeah. bunch of videos on there, like, you know, the experience through our school, you know, from, from booking to, uh, your first, your land lesson to, you know, your, your second lesson where you're like riding down the face of the wave. And then uh, that, that's where pretty much everything's so at. Yeah. It's, uh, and then we, uh, yeah, we just give them, you know, give them videos, you know, of their, of the other lessons. Because uh, the experience, you know, some people come here in Florida and they do Orlando, they do Universal, Disney. And, you know, the beach is part of that little trifecta that everybody does when they come here. And, you know, so many times we're like, this was the best part of our trip. And it's like, you know, you s spent all this time and <laughs> money at these massive parks. And like, for us, we're just like, yeah, <laughs> it's, <they, laughs> so, it's so uh, sick. It, 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 that's another part of our job. It's like 
pretty stoked, man. It's it's a cool experience for us. Dude, it's been so epic talking to you. And it's so sick, like seeing others giving back to the community because I know like when people listen in on this kind of stuff, you're like, oh, he's, you know, he owns a surf business and stuff, but it's, it's like, it truly is crazy to like our hearts to give back and like help people out. Right. Like when you're a surfer, you want to show people what the ocean can do. And like, even if you're just standing up on a longboard, like it's so sick, dude. Like it's the best thing in the world. Even if you're laying down and like boogie boarding, whatever you're doing, dude, as long as you're in the ocean doing something, like you're living the salt life and that's what it's about. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude, no worries. We'll uh, catch you soon. Thanks everybody for listening in and we'll catch you next time. All right, aloha. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.